Turn to uh, the book of Job. Chapter number one in the book of Job. And this is a very familiar scripture, but uh, something I want to bring out to you show tonight may be a help for you tonight. Verse number six. And there, came, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord, he said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Has thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Do Job fear God for naught? Has thou has not thou made an hedge about him and about his house and all about all he have and everything on every side? Thou hast blessed the works of his hand and his substance and his increase in the land. But put forth thy hand now and touch all that he have, and he will curse thee to thy face. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you tonight, Lord, just ask you to touch our hearts and open our minds. Give us the words we need to say, Lord, and then just let it fill our hearts, Lord. And we praise you for all that you do. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. I know we just studied the characters of Job, uh, but while I was reading it and, uh, and looking at it and studying on it, the, there was a word that jumped out at me, and I can't get it out of mine and I can't get it out of my heart. Uh, there are some things that are taking place in the very first chapter, but I believe that if we would look at what God is saying in this chapter and what Job is doing and what Satan is attempting to do, I believe we'll fly these things to our lives and we could have a much better walk with God. And I'm not going to say that we're not going to have an easier walk with God. But if you apply some things, some truths, I believe that we can say, I know that there will be some bumps in the road. I know there may be something lying in my path ahead. But it won't leave me Leave here trusting Him with all that I have and all that I am. I will trust Him. Can I say it like the old song said? Uh, Many things about tomorrow I don't seem to understand. But I know who holds tomorrow and I know who holds my hand. We're not promised a perfect life. We're not promised whatever life the, uh, does bring. Uh, we have a friend that will stick with us closer than a brother. We have one that we can walk with us to the end of the earth. Uh, and just like Job tonight, we have a friend and his name is Jesus. There is no story truly like that of Job tonight. A man above all men of the wealth. There's no man like Job when it comes to being right. God, God brags on Job. Job is one of the God's trophies that he's put on display. The Bible said he was a perfect man, an upright man, feared God and shew evil. God is proud of his faithfulness. God proved him by his fruitfulness. Verse 1 through 3 talks about all that Job has. And it's a testament of his faithfulness. And then it comes to a fruitfulness. And as a man had devoted and given his life to God. If you want more fruit in your life, have more faithfulness. We see God is proclaiming his fearfulness. 
at the end of the story, Job lifts up his eyes and he, in a moment of confusion and not understanding what's going on, uh, was, he cries out, Oh God, my words may be written down in a book. If I can say anything about the story that happened, I, I may not understand what else is going to happen in my life, but he said, This ain't one, one thing that I do know. For I know that my Redeemer liveth. No matter how bad it gets, Job knew that God still was with him. Job said, "Man born of uh, a few, uh, man born a woman a few days, uh, and full of troubles." Can I say there are no troubles in brought by Satan? Not all your troubles in your life are caused by Satan. I love it when you ask someone you ain't seen in a while and says, how's it going? Well, the enemy's been on my back. Hey, they ain't been in church for a while. And they say, hey, brother, how's it going? Well, I'm fighting the enemy day in and day out. Can I say that everything that comes in your life may not be by Satan? Some things that may come in your life that happens in your life, it may be because the hand of God has been lifted from you and gives Satan all the rain that he can to come at you. It may be because God is trying you and is testing you. Job is a man that he was sitting there and all of a sudden a man comes by and tells him, Hey Job, I'm sorry to bring this bad news, but you done lost all your cattle. And then another man comes right back at the same time. Job, I'm sorry about this, but your house is burnt down. Job, another man comes by and says, Job, I'm about to say this. Uh, your children are dead. One after another, one after another, keeps bringing in bad news. But sometimes... Satan does what he does by the allowance and permission of God to do it to you. That, that leads me to the word I want to get to look at tonight. When we get to the end, Job has double everything that he had. God didn't let Job down one bit. He gave it all to him. He guided him through uh, uh, the hardest times that a man could ever go through. There ain't nobody can stand and testify and say, Well, I feel like Job felt. No, you don't. I, I've had people say, I've read through the book of Job and I know exactly how I feel. I'm sorry, brother. No, you don't. You have no clue what Job felt like. We can't understand that. Now when we go through some trial or some headache or heartache, it hurts us. But we've never been through what Job has been through in his life. We cannot sit there and say, I know exactly what Job went through. None of us have ever been where Job has been. One after another, one after another, one after another. Bad news, bad news, bad news. By the time one left, another one come. By the time the last one has come by Job's way, he has lost everything that he has. 
And before all that happened, before all that took place, Satan comes walking up to God and said, Where have you been? Oh, going to earth to and fro, walking in and around it. And God asks Satan a question. Has thou considered? Has thou considered? I want us to ask the same thing. Do you live like you have been considered? Let me start saying, let me start by saying. Being considered like Job was, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Truthfully and honestly, what an honor for God to say, Satan, have you considered my servant? Have you considered my servant? I've got a good man for you, Satan. He's, he's perfect. He's upright. He's righteous. He eschews evil. He, he's a good man for you, Satan. Now, have you ever considered him? Something we ought to take in mindset, being considered, being considered. Two things I want to ask you tonight, and then we'll go home. Well, two points. I'm not going to ask you a question until the end. First thing, what God really thinks about Job. It's, it's pretty amazing that God thought about this man. A man that has fallen into sin. A man that has already messed up the first man that he created uh, uh, he, from the dust of the earth. And he breathed life in the nostrils of it. Even that man sinned. But when it comes down to Job, God looked down and said, He is perfect. He does everything right. He's an upright man. He fears God and sheweth evil. There ain't nobody like him, Satan. How can God think that about someone? A man. How can God think that about a man? I have this idea, I can tell you why. I ain't God. Most of us in here are fathers. We all, as a father, know what it's like to have children. We have an idea like. There's an old song that says, In my father's eyes, there's no wrong I've done. In my father's eyes, I'm the perfect son. There must be someone I can't see. And it makes me want to live like the one that my father sees. Don't you think about Job messing up at times? Don't you think Job might have messed up a few times in his life? He's made out of the same thing that we are made out of. Don't you think he might have had a slip up here or there? Had fallen somewhere? Just like his father Adam sinned. 
surely to goodness and mercy, but somewhere along the line, but God said, write this according to the word record of this man, the most of it. He said, put it down in the words that he is perfect. He is upright. There ain't nobody like him because he's my son. We've all seen with our eyes what our kids can do when you tell them not to do something. You can tell your child, don't you dare touch that, and they'll be looking at you the whole time trying to sneak a word over. Don't touch that, don't touch that. We know what it's like for a child to disobey us. We know what it's like for a child to disappoint us. We know it's like to have somebody say, hey, your child did this, your child did that. We know what it's like. But at the end of the day, we can say, I still love my child. He is still my child. I'm going to help him and do whatever I can for him. He's my child. He might not be perfect, but he's mine. Job was prepared. How's thou consider my servant Job? There's none like him in the earth. A perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and sureth evil. Now, Satan already knew about Job. Don't think this was the first time that he laid eyes on him. But there's a problem. And we find that Satan feared Job. Verse 10, hast thou made an hedge about him, about his house, and about all he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the works of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. He said, have I considered Job? Oh, yes, I've considered him. I, I, I tried to get to his family, but I couldn't. There was a hedge to him. I tried to get to his cattle. I couldn't. There's a hedge about him. I tried to hit him in the finances. I couldn't because there was a hedge about him. Oh, yeah, I've considered him, but you got him hemmed up. You got a hedge around him. I can't get to him. He said, I would write nothing more to tear this man down to the ground and him to curse you to your face. But you got a hedge around him. God said, how come? You got a hedge around him. Notice how Satan divided up the things of Job's life. I believe that Satan tried to get Job before he gets to him. I believe he tried his family. I believe he tried everything. Is fine. Everything Satan tried, he tried to divide him up. But every time Satan turned around, there was a hedge. God had a hedge upon him. Watch what happens in verse 11. But put forth thy hand now and, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he have is in thy power only upon himself, but not forth thy hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. You say, how, how was Job prepared for this? He was preparing by knowing what it was like living under God's protection and God's provision. 
that there was a process and a time frame that Job's life had to go through that God allowed him to be prepared. Let me just say this. Every time you hear the word of God, you ought to take some notes on it because God might be trying to tell you something that God might try to be pouring something out to you. Say, hey, there's something coming down the road uh, and you've got to have something in your bank uh, that you can rely on. Uh, you've got to prepare yourself and be ready for it because my hand might be pulled away from you. He allowed him to experience the pursuit of perfection, enabling him to understand how to live in the absence. There may be a conversation one day in the other world about you. Are you prepared to live in that absence of God's protecting you? We need to be taking those spiritual notes. Every time the Word of God speaks to our lives and our heart. It, it could be weeks from now, months from now, a year from now, but I guarantee you there's going to be a time that you're going to look back and you say, I, I sure wish I had what the preacher was talking about. I sure wish I'd have read my Bible. I sure wish I'd have put that in my store bank because I need something right now because I'm going through trial after trial. I need some help and I can't find it anywhere. There may become a day there's a conversation about you and where are you going? What's going to happen to you? May it be a day God says, have you considered my servant? Put your name there. Put your name there. Be prepared for what is coming. Job lived in the prepared protection of his life for what be would be without the protection of God. Do you know what it's like to feel like the hand of hell has been all around you? You don't know what's going on in your life. You don't understand it. You can't figure it out. You're scratching your head. And all of a sudden, it feels like a breath from another world comes blowing by to you and brings that peace that understanding. Yeah. Oh, you've been fighting the hell. You've been fighting the devil. And it seems like you get no rest. You're about ready to throw your hands up. You're about ready to throw the towel in. But all of a sudden, that cool wind, that breath comes down on you. And it blows across you. You say, hey, praise God. Have you ever felt like that? Somebody, let me just say this. When somebody's sick, that's why we pray. That's why when you get that text, you need to pray. You need to stop what you're doing and get down on your knees and say, God, whoever it is, whatever they're going through, I, I want you to reach down from another world and lay your hand on them. Because when somebody starts praying for you, oh... You've been fighting all that you can fight and you can't stand up no more. Can't go it through no more. But somebody knows what you're going through. The church knows what you're going through. And if somebody's on their knees and they're praying and they have touched heaven in your name. I say bless his holy name. Job knew what it was like to live in a hedge of protection. 
Now he's living his life without it. So what does God really think about Job? What do you think about him? Perfect man, upright man, with evil. God says, he's my son. That's something we like for God to say about us, ain't it? That's my child. I understand. They're not perfect. They're living in that flesh. But the heart, the soul is mine. I've got them. They get up in the morning and they pray. They get up in the morning, they get in the word of God. They go around telling people what I've done for them, that I can do for them. Uh, and they, they're witnessing. I'm telling you, that's my child. Have you been considered? Have you been considered? So if what God really thinks about Job, so the second thing I'll ask, what does Job think about God? What does he think about God? One after another, here they come. Your land, your animals, your house, your family. And all Job knew to do. <laughs> we need to get a hold of this. It may look bad. It may feel bad. We might want to throw up our hands. We might want to say, like his wife said, won't you just curse God and die? But all Job knew to do was in verse 20, and then Job arised and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell upon the ground and worshiped. Because the only thing that he's gotten left down, he's lost it all. Bad news after bad news. The only thing that he could not touch, the only thing he could not get was his worship of the Lord Jesus Christ. And right now, that is all that he needs in his life. He's the only one he needs in his life right now. He goes to his knees, he gets down in his ashes and says... Will you spend a little time with me? Will you spend a little time with me? <laughs> Can I spend a little time with you? Uh, you see what I'm going through. You see my heart aches. But I just want to be with you. He knows what it's like. Joe, Joe all he knew to do was worship God because all he knew how to do. I want to ask you this. John Phillips said this. Will Job experience triumph over his theology? Or will his theology triumph over his experience? Yeah, think about that. I want to ask you tonight. Will your faith be the victor? Or will your foe be the victor? Job could have walked away from God. And if any man had the right, if any man that I'd back up, if any man I said, well, I, I'll give you a free pass because of what you've gone through. Job, go. I understand, Job. I've, I've seen what you've been through, Job. For all the years that Job's been faithful, 
He says, I want to thank you. But what shocks me today and shocks the very bones of Satan that when Job lost it all, when he said the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the ashes of the burnt house. And I'm going to lift up my hands to holy God and say, Lord, giveth and the Lord taketh. But blessed be the name of the Lord. He's still worthy. I have lost it all, but he's still worthy. My family is gone, but he's still worthy. I don't know what tomorrow holds, but he's still worthy. I feel forsaken, but he's still worthy. So I'll go back and I'll worship him. And Job worshiped. And he stayed unwavering. Verse 22. And all this Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. I, I, I have to admit to y'all, I have been to the altar at times and I've said, Lord, if you would have, I would have done this. Lord, if you'd have done that, I would have done this. We start basing things on what God would or done for us, on what we'll do for God. Or we might have acted differently. Lord, if you'd have done this, I, I wouldn't have done that. We start praying like Martha in John 11. Lord, if you had been here, my brother had not have died. Jesus, if you'd have been here, like I said to, Jesus, to be Jesus, I want you to have been here. You should have been here. I figured it all out, and I'm just as good as as good as God. I figured it all out. You should have been here. Then we start charging God foolishly. We start blaming God on what we have done and what we have not got. But Job never charged God. God, if you would than I would. Job never said that. There was times that he scratched his head. I'd have to be honest with you. He didn't know what was going to happen. But through everything that Job went through, listen to me. Listen, Christians, everything that Job went through he did not sin. He did not curse God. He did not blame God foolishly. In fact, Job 13, 15 says, Though he slay me, yet I will trust in him. As this conversation begins in heaven, we find a man alone in the ashes worshiping God. 
It starts out by God saying, I trust him. Do what you want. Take his home. Take his family. Take all that I have. I trust him. And at the end, Job said, and they took it all. I ain't got nothing, but I still trust him. I still trust him. Satan told God, you do this, God, and he will curse you to your face. You lift that hedge, I'll get a hold of him. His wife's going to go and say, hey, why don't you curse God and die? And he said, you speak like a foolish woman. Satan said, God, if you do this, he will curse you. Can I tell you, Satan never came back and gave report to God on what happened. In fact, you don't hear from him for the rest of the entire Old Testament. He says not a word. Because every time he probably get up there, he says, I want, ah, oh, Job got me. Job did me. Yeah. Have you been considered? What is it like to think that God would look down and says, Satan, my servant right here, he's upright, he's perfect, he assures evil, he walks my ways, he does what I tell him to do, he's praying, he's witness, he's out there doing what he's supposed to do. Have you considered him? Saying, oh yeah, I've considered him. There have been times I, I got to him sometimes. There were some times that I broke his hedge down a little bit. Somehow or another, his faith was unwavering. He stayed. He might have dropped down to a knee, but while he was down on his knees, he says, I just want to lift my hands up and praise a holy God, and God will blow that wind from the heaven and give him the strength to stand back up and keep going. Have you been considered? Man, that word hit me. And I've been chawing on that thing for a while. And every time I turn around, God says, have you been considered? Have you been considered? Living your life. Preparing your way. Because there's coming a day that God may lift his hand and says, Satan, have you considered my servant? You better be ready. Your spiritual guts may be filled with all that you can get filled. You better be ready. Because I'm saying this, it is going to come. I've been through some valleys, and I mean some rough valleys. And if it hadn't have been from God, if it hadn't have been from that sweet breath blowing down on me, I'd still be laying in the ditch. I would still be crying. But God says, no, no, no. You're my child. You're mine. Get up. And I'd get up and dust myself off. I took the blows, but I kept going. I'm not giving up. I'm, when that day I see him, I'm going to lay down at his feet and thank the holy God for what he's done for me. Have you been considered tonight?
It's coming. It's coming.